Are you a woman age 21 and above who wants to take charge of your health? Then drop by any SOG Health Clinic and arrange for a cervical cancer screening today. Or thanks to Camtech Health's HPV self-sampling kits, you can collect your own sample in the comfort and privacy of your home for the first time ever in Singapore. Have questions? Don't worry. SOG and Camtech Health's dedicated and reliable team of professionals are here to help. Book an appointment today at SOG.com.sg or visit Camtech Health's website for more info. This is a CNA podcast. Now, Health Matters with Daniel Martin. It's Health Matters. I'm Daniel Martin. Thanks for joining me, everybody, here on CNA 938. Today's edition was influenced, pardon the pun, by a recent experience. I had influenza about two, two and a half weeks ago, and it was so odd to me that during that time I was chatting with other PR contacts, people I'd not come into physical contact with, they had it too, at least four other people had it. It was in the office, other people were talking about it, and everybody kept saying to me how it feels like it's been lasting longer and longer for them, how they've been dealing with it a lot more challenging right now. I'm wondering, did the COVID experience affect the nature of the flu that we're experiencing today? Has it resulted in it being taking longer to get over influenza or is it somehow a stronger strain that we're dealing with? We had to get the facts and that's why I've invited into the studio with me, Dr. Leong Honam, out of Rofi Clinic, an infectious disease physician. Dr. Leong, thanks for coming into the studio on uh, Singapore Today on Health Matters. <laughs> well done, thanks. I came into this new nice swanky office and thanks very much, Daniel, for having me come over. It's good to talk face-to-face again. These are how real conversations. So. For 10 years, we've been talking face-to-face when it comes to health. Um, I'm over the influenza and I'm sure you wouldn't have come in if I wasn't as well. But I'm curious, like, it never went away, did it? You know, people were just saying, oh, wow, influenza going around, not everybody getting... No, it never really went away. When everywhere around the world, to the far deepest corners, mm. but it's coming back as the, as the travel restrictions removed, everyone comes along, the mask comes down, viruses get transmitted. When we talk about flu, we are actually talking about flu-like illness. Yeah. So besides the influenza, you have your RSV, your adenovirus, your enterovirus, yeah. your parainfluenza, etc., etc., etc. They're all coming coming back with a vengeance because they're really hitting it double whammies and we do have patients especially the kids coming with five concurrent infections at one point in time five and I'm going to quote one of my parents whose whose child is under my care who says look doc I've been my been paying one year of fees and my kid hasn't been attending more than six months of school. What's I'm sure it's the school or the tuition. It might be the tuition actually, possibly. What is it? What could the five be? They could have the RSV. That- yes, you could have RSV, you have the parainfluenza, you have the adenovirus, you have the rhinovirus, wow. and of course you could have the COVID at the same time. So multiple viruses get hit. We have a swap now available on the nose, which you can test for 13 viruses all at one go. Mm. And your results can be as radius quickly as three hours time so that gives us a big clue as to what's happening and in turn decide if we really need antibiotics or um, appropriate antiviral agents for influenza these never went away that's important to bear in mind revenge travel has brought a lot of it back to our shores but going back to my original question did covid and having covid somehow affect our immunity and result in us experiencing influenza in a different way today 
Great question. I think that's the top of question at the top of everyone's mind and the scientists as well. Mm. And so far, because you asked me up on this program, the latest news is if you were to get COVID first, followed by RSV later, your RSV or the respiratory syncytial virus, you end up worse. And this data is coming up from kids. COVID first, followed by RSV later, your RSV infection is worse. So that's, that's understandable because COVID will attack the airways, the airways become smaller, yeah. and thereafter the RSV attacks the airways, and the airways become even smaller. Oh, no. So that's the problem. And the preamble to it, or if you've been following the news on health or even listening to Daniel, the answer is a RSV vaccine is coming on our shores. It could come as early as quickly as next year. It's going to start with the adults, and then thereafter the children roll out. Okay, so that we'll definitely please come back and talk about it when that happens and when that rollout happens. So the RSV is the one that we do have the data and the information for. Influenza, no, more, more. not yet. There's one interesting fact about influenza. Yeah. Do you remember we talked about the four influenza vaccines, the four yes. valent, the four in one? And that's because there were two strains of A's and two strains of B. Yes. Of the two strains of B, there was a Victoria and a Yamagata. Guess what? The Yamagata seems to have left the room. We haven't seen Yamagata come out worldwide uh -huh. for several, several months since the COVID started to now. So potentially, potentially from the four valent influenza, we may end up just with the circulating three strains. I, I think that's good. In general, the less of these viruses we have, the better. I guess we traded off Yamagata for RSV. the COVID-19. Maybe. <laughs> but finally, some good news from finally the experience. Some good news, Potentially indeed. one strain might no longer be in circulation. Correct. So we probably oh. have less attacks. And then we may eventually, may eventually, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not cast in stone yet, yeah. end up with a trivalent rather than a four-valent vaccine. Doctor, why then do some people, so many people seem to be talking to me about how when they get influenza now, it seems like they're having a stronger experience, harder to get over, lasting longer, things like that. Is it a virulent strain we're dealing with now? No, not really. Think about yourself. For many of the cold viruses besides COVID, you can get the infection again and again and again. Yeah. If I got infected today, but I'm constantly challenged with it every month, yeah. that case, I won't fall sick again because my body kind of remembers. Okay. But if my last infection was in 2018, and 2020 to 2023 were the COVID years, and I didn't get exposed to the virus at all. Now in 2023, about five years later, I get exposed to the virus. Whoa, it's like a whole new lesson all over again. Ah. And I fall sick much worse off than earlier. Now for, for the older chappies like myself, who has uh, who's challenged superiorly, as in the head and the hair scalp, you <laughs> might, may not, you may not end up with such a bad problem, because in childhood, we've been exposed to a lot. But for the KDs, they will be exposed again and again and again. Not just one, not just two, but multiple viruses, 13, 15 of them, again and again. So unfortunately, parents, I hope it dies out soon. I'm predicting by the second half of the year, things get a bit more normal. Let's go back to a point that you raised earlier on, which is, you know, the idea of the antivirals, when those to be necessary. So let's say somebody is having that longer experience now with influenza, and it could be because we haven't been exposed to it for such a long period of time, and that's why we're having difficulty. And then you expect to get over it. I did, like, for in like oh, two days should be fine, three days should be fine. I'm like, hang on a second, the symptoms are still around. When should you consider going back to see a doctor again and maybe asking for antivirals or Tamiflu? Okay, 
two things which you ought to do. Number one, think about day three. If you have a more of a fever symptoms without much of a cough, and you know, sore throat, day three is a good day to check on your blood mm. because for the dengue test, it works out very, very good. The dengue NS1 antigen, the virus antigen works out very good on day three. So I'd like you to see a doctor on day three. But if you don't see a doctor on day three and you're still having fever on day five, go ahead and see one and then see if there's any new complications mm. because you can get pneumonia from it. So those are two scenarios, day three and day five. The second scenario is what I call the second win. Okay. You have an illness, you recover from it, but very quickly, soon after you recover, you fall sick again with high fever yes. with a recurrence of symptoms. That's the second win. Second win is highly predictive of a bacterial infection. Ah. Bacterial infections means chances are you may need antibiotics. Second win, see a doctor, you may need antibiotics. So those are the key flags to look out for yes. that could indicate whether it's viral in nature or bacterial in nature. Yes. Again, we want to reiterate, just because you have the symptoms, don't automatically assume that you need antibiotics. It could be viral in nature. Spot on. Majority of the time, we don't. And then with the availability of good PCR testing, we realize that many of the symptoms which we are seeing and we thought it was bacterial, it all turned out to be viral. Mm. Okay, so guys, remember this. Rest, loss of fluids, okay? Stop watching your phones, your <laughs> Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, or even TikToks. They're very, very addictive TikToks. Very. Stop them. Go and rest. Get your body rested. In turn, you can recover faster. Of course, all the durans, the laksas, cut them off. Nothing oily, fatty, spicy, acidic. Go simple. All the nice food, send it over to Nitrate. Yeah. Eat the boring stuff at home. <laughs> During the recovery period. Final point as the key message right now. Are we in the... Give us an update. Are we in the midst of a peak of influenza right now? Are we, is this the period? I think we're coming towards the tail end of the influenza period. Great. The peak of the influenza started uh, at the middle of last year and then as we're going on, it was still quite strong in the first half of the year but we're seeing the tail end of it. We still have cases straddling with influenza but it's surely not as what it was previously. We are seeing a, a fall in the number of cases from the RSV, adenovirus, etc. And thankfully, even this year, the dengue season is yeah. a dengue peak yeah. but the dengue peak is nothing compared to the year before. So I do hope we end up in 2023 on a new low in viral infections and a new high in cheerfulness for everyone. Let's hope so indeed. Dr. Leong, thanks for giving us the latest update on the tech for coming back on Health Thank Matters. Thank you. Delighted. In the studio live with us, Dr. Leong Ho Nam, infectious disease physician at Arofi Clinic. I'm Daniel Martin. This has been Health Matters. Before making any decisions based on the information in our program, please consult a medical professional. Are you a woman aged 21 and above who wants to take charge of your health? Then drop by any SOG Health Clinic and arrange for a cervical cancer screening today. Or thanks to Camtech Health's HPV self-sampling kits, you can collect your own sample in the comfort and privacy of your home for the first time ever in Singapore. Have questions? Don't worry. SOG and Camtech Health's dedicated and reliable team of professionals are here to help. Book an appointment today at sog.com.sg or visit Camtech Health's website for more info.